Hello and welcome. Is your business your mission and your mission your business? If yes, you found your tribe. Whether you feel like it or not, you are avant-garde, going your own way, making your own path, doing it like no one has done before. And the answers to the challenges you're facing aren't in a book. My friend, you are not alone. This is the Avant-Garde Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Trisha Bailey, a mission-minded serial entrepreneur and traveler. My purpose on this earth is to use my authenticity and passion to equip and empower social entrepreneurs to live in their highest calling, feeling freedom, fulfillment, and security, and inspiring others to do the same. Join me for stories, tips, and tricks for taking avant-garde inspired action in your business so that you feel encouraged, equipped, empowered, and unstoppable. I believe it doesn't have to be hard to be right. Welcome to episode 24 of Avant-Garde Entrepreneur. I am so glad you are here today with me, my friend. We are back and we are kicking off the second year of the podcast. So this episode is short and sweet, literally. I'm going to give you an overview of what you can expect from the podcast this year in 2023. And I'm also going to share a lesson that I've learned quite recently, the biggest barrier to business success and more important, ways that you can overcome it. So first, what can you expect from the podcast in 2023? I have an incredible lineup of guests who are so excited to share insights with you on life and business. I have to tell you that I am a firm believer in having human filters. And what do I mean by human filters? Human filters are people I trust to tell me what I need to know. This enables me to just block out the noise and focus on what's important because we can all agree there is so much information out there. And this is really what we do here. This is my intent with Trisha Bailey PhD is to be here for you. It's the whole reason the avant-garde entrepreneur suite of programs and offerings exists. And what I've heard you say is that you don't know what business books to read you don't know which ones are worth reading. You don't have time for more education, which may or may not be useful. And you just want to be able to help more people while having something left of yourself. So that's why I'm here, to be your human filter. We give you streamlined, affordable resources so that you can take your social enterprise to the next level, whatever that may be. You know, you're so accustomed to doing everything on your own. How do you know when you need a human filter? It's simple. Identify your core genius and get help for the rest. So this year on the podcast, I'm going to introduce you to some of my human filters, as well as a little bit more of a peek behind the veil of what building Trisha B. Paley PhD has been like, as well as the avant-garde entrepreneur suite of programs. This will be the year in which you get to meet my coaches, friends, service providers, experts, and people who believe in me and you and have been very generous in helping me get this off the ground so that I could help you. 
Episode 25 and 26 will be a specialist series on two of the biggest mysteries to most business owners, marketing and financials. And in other episodes, you'll be hearing from coaches, authors, business leaders, all in different phases of life, social entrepreneurs in different phases of development, and extra special interviews with more of the Avant-Garde Entrepreneur Foundation's graduates. So many people have lined up to help you, to give you shortcuts they wish they had, and wisdom to propel you to the next level of leadership and business development. Next, I'd like to share a lesson I've learned quite recently, literally within the past few weeks. The biggest barrier to business success, and more important, what overcoming it might look like. I admit I have been in a little bit of a funk over the past few months. A a funk is kind of that just feeling of blah. I thought it was maybe the hustle and bustle of the holidays, because even though I have a wonderful family, the holidays are a little bit stressful for me. Maybe you can identify with that. And I thought, well, maybe it was more that I'm just worn down from the year and I need to be okay with taking some rest. So what happened was I found myself worrying a little about a lot of things. And this sort of just put this like thin layer of glaze over my joy. It's kind of like seeing a wet blanket on the ground laying over a child's favorite toy. That's kind of the best way I can describe it. So this past weekend, I was getting ready for the week and I was flipping back through my journal and I saw something I'd written in early November. It read, what if I give myself permission to let go of the how? And I'm kind of using how like in air quotes. So what if I give myself permission to let go of the how? And it hit me like a ton of bricks. This was the source of my worry, my malaise, my blah, my wet blanket. I had gotten myself wrapped up in how all these things were going to come together. And when I say how all these things were going to come together, you know, I talked about in uh, the last few episodes of the year about goal setting. I usually do set my goals in November for the year ahead. So I'm kind of already off on the ground running. Well, I had huge visions and I just let the how of all these visions that were inspired by my spirit get in the way. So this doubt, it lowered my vibe. I was operating in my lower energy centers. Those are the ones that focus like those are your fight or flight energy centers. They focus on survival and the day to day versus my higher energy centers, which are my heart, my intuition, the inner knowing of my spirit. And this really produced a snowball of negative thoughts, indecision, overwhelm, and a tad of hopelessness. And though I don't consider myself a fearful person, my guess is you probably don't either consider yourself a fearful person. If I'm honest with myself, it was fear. It was fear of how this thing was going to turn out or how that thing was going to come together. And I reflected on it for the past few days, and I see that getting wrapped up in the how is truly the biggest barrier to business success. Why? Well, first of all, we lose faith. We see only our limitations, not the open storehouse of heaven. And this really 
you know, whenever we set our big visions and our goals, especially if they're inspired from our spirit, there is a way and things are going to work out. But when we lose faith and we start focusing ourselves and we get very myopic, we just kind of get tunnel vision and we only see right in what's in front of us. We can't see all the things that are out beside us. It's kind of like we have blinders on. So what are some ways to recognize or what are some ways to overcome getting wrapped up in the how? First of all, recognize it. When I saw this question to myself in my journal, I remembered it came from one of my mentors, Jack Canfield. He is a transformational leadership coach and author of The Success Principles, as well as this really incredible series called Chicken Soup for the Soul. I think it's written, uh, it's a huge series of books written in lots of languages, so likely you may have seen it or heard of it. So I attended a week-long training with him, and of all the gobs of notes that I took, I mean pages and pages and pages of notes, and you know all that I learned about myself and all the ways I learned in which I can help you, that was the one line, the one question that made it to my journal and the thing that I saw after months. And it turned into my mantra. I wrote it on a post-it. You guys know I'm a fan of post-its. Those little square things that have sticky on the back that you can stick everywhere on a mirror or refrigerator or a wall. So what I wrote was, I am giving myself permission to let go of the how. So recognizing it was the first thing. The next thing is to own it. So own your not knowing this. It's okay. We are not supposed to know it all. And as leaders, especially when you have so many people, families, and um, your beneficiaries and their families, your staff, you have so many people depending on you, your suppliers, customers, we feel like we have to know it all. It's okay that we don't know. And oftentimes the fog of not knowing protects us from turning back because if we could see what was in front of us, the bigness, the greatness, we would probably never move forward. Next, get quiet. You guys, I talk about this all the time and this is no different. Meditation or quiet time, even if it's just 10 minutes after journaling or after lunch or before bed, it quiets this ego voice that clamors in your head. Your ego wants to keep you safe, but mostly it keeps you stuck. Another way to get quiet is taking a nap. Fatigue gets to all of us. Even if it's a 10-minute, 20-minute power nap, some people can sleep on train, sleep in their chair. That's not me, but I love that people can. Fatigue really, it really does get to all of us and it can make you come across as cranky and sour even when you don't realize it. And another way to get quiet is to take a walk. So whether that's down the street or in nature or listening to something uplifting or even just giving your ears a break. The next thing is to trust in divine timing. I mentioned this before, when you set your goals, especially when they're spirit inspired, There is a bigger plan and the universe is essentially conspiring to make it all happen. And especially when we write down our goals, we're kind of inviting those things to come into our lives. And it's important to understand that 
you know, your higher powers at work. And it's not just about you. There are lots of other people that need to get prepared and lots of other things that need to get lined up. I had an experience just within the past few days where I was waiting for something to come through and starting to feel a lot of pressure because it wasn't. And then I had a meeting and realized that what I thought I was waiting for, if I would have used that, it would have been potentially harmful to the project that I was working on. And so I was like, oh gosh, thank you that that did not come through. The next morning it came through divine timing. And I can think of countless times where I really wanted something to happen and it didn't happen as fast as I wanted it to. And it was a good thing it didn't because the delay was really a protection for me. So trust in divine timing, trust that the heavenlies, your spirit, God, Allah, Buddha, whoever you want to call it, trust that there is this timing that other things are working out and it's okay if it doesn't happen as soon as you think it should. And finally, expect magic. My friend and mentor, Michelle Soros, says that her mentor, Michael Beckwith, says the how is the wow. The how, when you allow your higher power to orchestrate it, is truly magic. It's when you look back and you say, oh my gosh, how did this happen? This is not me. I'm not that brilliant. I never even conceived of anything this great. You know, at first, my businesses were all God's blessing and gift to me. And at some point or another with each business, I took it as my own when it was not mine to take. It is mine to steward and to nurture, but I'm not responsible for figuring everything out. And neither are you. Your social enterprise is yours to steward and yours to nurture, but you are not responsible for figuring everything out. So you don't always have to know the how. My friends, this is how we need to look at our social enterprise, whether it's this lofty vision you've set for the year, budgeting constraints, financial limitations, government red tape, you know, where will our customers come from or where our new programs, you know, where are the ideas for these coming from or how are they going to come together so that we can more effectively help our beneficiaries? It's truly only when we take our hands off the steering wheel and we let go of the how that we can get to a place we never thought possible. More impact, more people, and more left of you. So in summary, my friend, I encourage you to take on my mantra. I encourage you to write it on your notebook, on a post-it, on a napkin, on a postcard, whatever. I am giving myself permission to let go of the how. And just kind of in summary, the ways that we can overcome getting wrapped up in the how are first to recognize it, second to own it, third, get quiet, fourth, trust in divine timing, and finally, expect magic. And with this, my friend, you will have the ability to impact more people and have something left of yourself. I look forward to chatting with you more and introducing you to some really incredible guests in 2023. And I also look forward to your feedback because what you share with me about what's working and what helps you is truly what has made the podcast what it is and why we have this incredible lineup of guests 
ready and willing to serve you and help you in 2023 and beyond. Thanks for listening to this episode of Avant-Garde Entrepreneur. I hope you feel encouraged, equipped, empowered, and unstoppable. If you enjoyed what you heard, share it with a friend. If you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review it here on your podcast player. Questions, comments, or feedback? Connect with me directly at trishabaileyphd.com or on social at trishabaileyphd. Now, you go and get back to making the world a better place. I'll see you back here soon.